lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. Time in the saddle. For cyclists, by cyclists. Time in the saddle. Time in the saddle. Myself, Ryan O'Connor, Jason Lint. How's it, Jace? Yeah, good. Good to see you. Likewise. Uh, weather's been good for cycling. It has, yeah. People have been iron manning. It has, it has. I said, I said to Steve today, popped in. I said, "How is the Steve big Apple. event?" Yeah, he's like, "Which event?" I'm like, "There was only one Ironman like ten days ago." He's like, "Yeah, but I just got back from honeymoon." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, that's also a big event." That's also really big. <laughs> uh, congrats, Steve, if you uh, listen to this podcast, Steve Atwell, yeah. a great guy to kind of go and uh, and and learn from. Yeah, get and be a part it. of yeah. um, doing Ironman. And it's always with the events that people get inspired to sign up and do it you know yeah. so if you're one of those people you must take advantage of it and get out of embark or somebody else and and set that challenge for yourself do it and i can we encourage cyclists to uh, uh push the boundaries and get out there not only cycle throw a couple of other sports in and you uh, you know you can find yourself being a triathlete i actually thought on the way here today we need to set up a time in the saddle group club yeah. on yeah. strava yeah and we can give away some prizes if people, whoever rides the Amazing. most mileage, whatever Amazing. it is. So I thought we'd kick it off. We'd give a giant helmet with 1500 yeah. bucks, cool. and we'll set it up. We'll put the links there. Love it. And whatever we say, whatever the challenge is for the week, then, then that person can get it. Okay, so there we go. Look out for this uh, for, the, for the Strava group called Time in the Saddle. That'll be the group that we, we want you to join. And more importantly, impress us with how much uh, you, you, you kind of time that you do spend in the saddle. Uh, we'll hopefully this time next week announce a winner of that for that beautiful giant helmet. I think it's great. Um, so, so go and join that group. Also, speaking about Strava, um, it is a place where, <laughs> where I spend a lot I actually get annoyed when my gear doesn't sync with Strava because I, I like to have it there. I like to have that there to let everybody know that I'm not sitting on my backside doing nothing. I'm I'm out there and I'm on Strava. And, and so many various products now sync with Strava at the same time syncing with your medical aid if you're a Discovery yeah. member or whatever. So you can let everybody know that you're active and you're, you're actually spending some time out being being healthy, being active. Yeah, these apps, are there's something for everybody. I mean, my wife hassles me every day. Did I get my 10,000 steps to get the yeah. vitality? active things but then you know the likes of cyclists are looking and saying who rode 500 kilometers this week so it's all there and the the tech if you once you spent the time setting it up it Mm. generally syncs pretty seamlessly i mean you know my my devices i don't know i don't know if it's syncing when i walk into a wi-fi zone or pairing with my phone but you know before i've taken my cycling shoes off my alerts are coming to say that the upload's done yeah nice that's very cool um listen we passed the weekend of the uh, of the cobbles it was parry robay this past weekend probably my favorite event of the year it's it's admittedly it's the only sports event i actually sit down and watch yeah pretty much the whole thing um Me too. religiously for the past several years this year was the first year it wasn't with the one crew of people that i normally go and have beers and and uh chips with yeah but uh, still great event very exciting it was exciting to see exciting to hear full legged our friend who was on the spur who we we we, we, we know Yes, I've seen recently in, in South Africa. It was here for the uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour. Listen to his voice on the uh, doing the commentary of the Parry Roubaix, um, and uh, nice to see some of the. There's always big crashes on the cobbles. Yeah, and just you know, it, you see real pain in their face, and mm. and when when you see the guys sort of just looking for some little stretch of smooth gravel on the side, you you realize how taxing it is. I remember 
having a, a couple of drinks with with an ex-pro who's ridden the event and he said you know it's all good and well it looks like they're riding 20 30 whatever 40 k's an hour that they're doing on the cobbles but to them the pain and anguish they they're bunny hopping from cobble to cobble in their mind just to to get through it and it looks like that i mean you can tell if you've ever been on a on cobble so go through green market square in the center of the cbd in cape town on your road bike and you'll feel what it's like and I imagine that for 180 kilometers well at least a, good, a large portion of 180 kilometers you get the kind of sense as to what these guys mm. are going through. More importantly, the machines handle it as well. And you'd be surprised that um, I'm actually surprised that none of the, the bikes actually crack or, or break during the kind of, a, you know, a, a, a torture that they get put through. So there's so much sponsorship behind it. If they do, they get to the end and they just don't tell anybody no, about it. Yeah, got but, you. you know, a lot of the guys are riding what you and I call gravel bikes even. Yes. You know, you yep. don't notice it, but they've got thicker tires on. They they with disc brakes nowadays for all intents and purposes. Uh, a lot of the bikes on that are like a gravel bike. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, nice to see that uh, that the new giant version of a gravel bike has now hit the market. Um, for those of you who are in the market to have a look at it, I managed to spot one at your shop the other day. Mm. Uh, really nice looking bike. It's, yeah, that uh, Revolt. It's a great option. Yeah, phenomenal. And that's that's new. That's fairly new in terms of gravel bikes. Yeah, I don't know when it was released internationally, but they only started really coming to South Africa about two months ago. Nice. Yeah. There we go. It's an option. Uh, and then this is the season now. We talk about the change where um, people kind of, it's, it's, it, they, they do seem to be a lot more running events. We've got the Two Oceans Marathon taking place this weekend around the peninsula so I think a lot of cyclists would uh, maybe, I won't say trade in their bikes, but maybe rest the bikes and be out with their uh, putting their legs to uh, to a good use in forms of, the form of a half or the full, which is 56. It's a lot of running. Yeah, but I believe now you can do it as a relay. So you do 28 kilometers each and you actually, one person does the first half and does the second half but there's I don't know, you know, running, you've got to qualify for it. So you still have to have done, I think, another marathon to be able to do even the relay of the ultra. But there is that, which I've heard a few people doing. And obviously, we at the expo now with with our Thule store, so promoting all the Thule luggage and and bags and everything like that that's there. Well, this is what I want to talk about this week. Uh, Specifically, I want to focus on transporting your gear. And you mentioned Thule, strangely enough, and I I seem to think that there's nobody else in the marketplace that can touch them when it comes to transporting said bicycles to event. And specifically bicycles, because let's face it, um, not everyone stays in an area where they can fortunately hop on a bike and hit the trails in terms of mountain biking or uh, maybe the other side where they can hop onto their road bike and get a decent ride in. Plus, we have all these events that are on the go, which means people have got to transport their bikes. And back in the day, I mean, I remember uh, having a little hatchback, putting down the seats and getting uh, preparing almost the entire back of a car uh, with, with towels and with blankets so I don't get oil on the seats mm-hmm. and I don't muck about. And then you'd have to take a wheel off and you'd you know, just kind of the inconvenience of loading into your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then you can't take anybody else there because you'll inevitably only fit one bicycle in the back of your little hatchback anyway um, and and so and so the, the the options now are endless and I think Thule have got the marketplace yeah they've got a great great luggage range and they've got superb bike uh, bags I think you know the two biggest bike bags that I see are the, are the Thule and the Chicon okay. um, they do exceptionally well as well they've got uh, more choice as far as whether it's for mountain bike or tri bike yeah. or road bike but you know the bags these days do make traveling a, a pleasure and sure. I mean I know people that basically put that small little Thule uh, tow bar bike rack yeah, in there me. even and travel overseas yeah. with that then you can put the bike on the back of the car I mean it's just really a pleasure these days to get around mm. and it's always nice to be there and ride your own bike sure 
it's quite big that people will rent a bike wherever they're going, but it's it's nice to know you're on your own bike. That is the best accessory I, I can I – can, in actual fact, we often talk about you know your accessories for your bicycle when you're out cycling. Uh, all the little bits and bobs that you can now add to your bicycle, I think one of the must-haves, if you are going to take the sport seriously and you're going to go out and do a lot of events, if you when you save up for it, because some of them can be pricey, but get yourself a – I've got the tow bar one that kind of a, mm. plugs into the tow bar, takes two bicycles. It's sturdy as a – I mean, it's just – it's bulletproof. It plugs into the uh, little connector at the back. It's got its own tail lights and whatever. And it's just, it's the most, I cannot explain how convenient it is to literally just hop, plug that on, click it onto the back tow bar section. It clips down, yeah. it locks. I get both my mountain and my, and my uh, or my e-bike and my road bike on there and off I go on holiday. Yeah, and I mean, I know you like night stuff just as I do and a lot of our listeners, but the other day I rode, uh, used the e-bike specific back rack. And I've never, just so tell me about this now. Such a pleasure. Truly, I've got one now specifically for e-bikes. Yeah, it's got a higher weight rating because the e-bikes yeah. are a little bit heavier. Yeah. It's, its wheelbase is a bit longer. It just putting it on and off was just an absolute pleasure, you know, and I had a good laugh to myself because you're standing there and you're trying to tell somebody, listen, there's a five grand option or there's a 15 grand option. Sure. But to, if somebody can actually experience what those subtle differences give yeah, you, yeah. It, it's just an absolute pleasure to use. I'd like to have uh, somewhere in the course of this year, perhaps uh, we can team up with Tuli and do a nice little giveaway. Somebody who's uh, who's been listening regularly to our podcast can maybe have an opportunity coming into the summer of 2019 slash 2020, um, have a chance to win win one of the products. Because I think really once, once you've discovered the joy and the convenience of having that, whether it's a roof rack system, whether it's a tow bar system, whether it's one of those... Uh, clip on the back of your car systems it really will change your life forever it really will um having said that as well i mean they're known for for that i mean Thule, the brand itself is known to make these accessories for adventurers and i won't say only cyclists but for everybody for skiers for people who want to carry la- luggage on top of their roof so that it's safe and it's you know l- luggage space is extra and that's what they're known for yeah it comes from a very sort of industrial hard product background so to speak with bike racks and you know they've, they've licensed trailers and everything like that but there's a big move now they're in, in a much more lifestyle space they've sure. got a very strong uh, active with kids range for joggers mm. and that sort of thing the luggage range is is growing and great i mean they've just launched the hard case four-wheel little uh, bags which my next trip is definitely going to be uh, be with all of those so it's it's a much softer softer brand now and it you know it speaks to everybody from students to yeah pro cyclists to athletes across all sort of sports. And again, to our point in the beginning, I don't think there's anyone that's kind of a, you know, challenging them for that space. I think outright, they are the market leaders in that space and they're the pioneers in that space. You know, I think it, it, it goes back to the thing that South Africans in general, when there's, it's great, then that's it. There's, yeah. there's not there's really not a choice for better. them. Whereas yeah. when you go overseas, they might have a sure. much smaller percentage of the market and um, the, the international guys always laugh when you come to a, an airport in South Africa and you look at the uh, carousel it's you know you're going to have to look at the name on it because there's so many Thule bags but sure. Um, it's a great product and it works and then people don't need to look at anything else. Just on that note as well, uh, for people traveling, say I was listening to this and I'm going to go up to the 947 and I'm going to get my bike up there. There are a lot of companies that's, that's 
specialize in transportation of bicycles, but there are a lot of people that take their bikes themselves. Yeah. Do you know what's the kind of register, uh, legislation around traveling with your bicycle? Do you, do you have to get there early? Is there a special counter drop for it? Do you check it in with your normal baggage? Yeah, I think it. The, these transport companies are essential because you know, if I don't know how many people get on a plane, 300 people, but there's some events where 200 of the 300 people could going. Go, be going to the race and then the airline just physically doesn't have enough space sure. to take the bike. So yeah. although their policy might be that you can just check it in like a bag and it's no charge and, and no, it's sporting yeah. goods, they just physically can't take it and then sure. your bike gets onto the next plane or doesn't get there in time. So, you know, it's airline by airline, but around events, the wise thing is to actually... Mm. use a transport company. And the nice thing about it is that the normally these transport companies have now, they again, and I use the word specialized because they do, they then assemble the bikes for you. So they're not only transported, they'll make sure that they uh, uh, you know, uh, disassemble and then reassemble it where it needs to be. And so you're good to go and do the event. And likewise, yeah. afterwards, you drop it off and they'll bring, make sure it gets back to your home base in one piece. The best thing is to finish a stage race and just hand it to somebody hand it, and yeah, say, go, cool, take that's it great. And yeah. uh, it, it's, it's forced recovery as sure. well because the yeah. bike gets back maybe three three, four, five days after yeah. you. Cleaned. So, it's exactly. quite nice. Yeah. Nice. Listen, uh, we'll be chatting about uh, who we're chatting to on the next podcast because we've got something special coming in. Yeah, Mark Hopkins from C6. So nice. They do a range of products and it's a proudly South African brand designed here. A lot of it's made here, all the prototyping and stuff. So they've got some... Awesome cool stories to tell us and he's also a sort of a long time downhill racer so he can talk riding and talk products to us that'll be great brilliant good luck to everyone doing uh, running this weekend if you're running if you're cycling uh, all the very best to you as well a Cape Town in terms of weather Saturday and Sunday 18 uh, degrees on Saturday partly cloudy the wind will pick up on Sunday 21 degrees that wind will pump on Sunday uh, Durban you're looking also rainy for the weekend 26 and 21 that's Saturday and Sunday um, and uh Lows of about 13 degrees. Johannesburg thunder showers Saturday, Sunday, 23-22. Starts of a base at 12, but uh, perfect conditions for a nice trail ride somewhere up in Gauteng. Uh, we'll be back with Time in the Saddle. Some special guests coming up and, of course, a chance for you to win. Remember to go look for the Strava group that is Time in the Saddle. Subscribe now at livepodcast.fm. Rate and review it on your favorite podcast app to get your Time in the Saddle. Livepodcast.fm. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.